Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Everybody. Welcome to Between the Covers. My name is Bradley Shaw. Tonight, I'm talking to Dee Lee, author of Swipe Repeat Date. How are you, Dee? I'm fine, thanks. Good to be here. <laughs> so tell everybody listening about this wonderful book you've written on, I think, what was it, um, at least a dozen dates you had on, on Tinder, is it? A dozen? Let's go close <laughs> to a hundred, I'd have to say. But who's counting? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. So, sorry, close to a hundred. So you've had quite a number of these dates and um, you've written this book on the process of, of what's involved or more so um, the experiences of, of the outcomes you, you had. It was mainly, mainly the experiences, you know, over the years because I have been on several dating sites over the years and... Um, I remember going away one time with, with some friends and they, they kept saying to me, you need to write a book about these experiences because nobody can believe that they're actually true. But um, and if they hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't have believed that they were true either. But, um, you know, I've got phone receipts and I've got all sorts of things. So, yeah, they did happen. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. You know, um, you, and this is like you seem like a, a beautiful lady. You seem very intelligent. Um, you're educated. Um, I'm curious. Um why do you feel it's so difficult to find the perfect one? Do you think, is it yourself having standards? Is it them having no standards? What do you think is the issue that's making it go through this process? What have you learnt, I guess, for dating like this? It would have to be probably a little bit of everything. You know, I, there were some people I thought, oh, this is not the one for me or, you know, they've, they've thought that about me. And, you know, I always had selection criteria. I kind of feel like it's dropping on me a little bit lately because I'm thinking, hang on a minute, I hope there's not something wrong with me. <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs> well, that would be one of the questions, of course. You'd have to start going, okay, it might be me after so many dates not having effect. But then you think, because you don't change generally, you stay the same sort of person to all the dates. So obviously the guys have variables that you're not connecting to. So when you say you have a list, is that what you do these days with dating? Is it like you make a, you tick off all the pieces of the person you want or the elements and you say, yes, they have to be this, that and the other, or I prefer this. Yeah. And then what, what you're married up with the computer and, and they bring you out together or? Well, the first thing you've got to do, obviously, you've got to see a photo that you find attractive. That's the first yep. thing. So um, visual, yep. The usual, yeah. And then after that, you know, sometimes they have a bit of a written bio and a lot of the times they'll, the guys might write things, you know, they're after a one-night stand or someone to hang out with in lockdown or, or things like that. So they'll get the left <laughs> swipe. Um, yep. It's the ones that sort of want something a little bit, oh, I want something a little bit, you know, substantial. Yeah. So, you know, the last, the last guy I actually went out with, we had a COVID 
date. We were walking in the park and he actually just told me he just wanted some of the lockdown. I went, okay, bye. <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess, I, I guess, do you think culturally we've changed that much that, that there's that, there's that informalness of, of the traditional dating? Like, like, you know, we don't have the care or the processes as we used to have. And then, then the, maybe, you know, the quick and easy has, has become the norm, maybe. Um, I'm not educated in dating, so. <laughs> oh, you do lucky you. No, 100%. Even, you know, now, or not that we've been able to go out in quite some time, but just to go to a bar or, you know, out anywhere, it's wow. very difficult to meet people. And yeah. people don't interact with strangers that much anymore. You know, it's dating's unfortunately online completely yeah. in this Yeah, state. no. I mean, there, there must be, there's a safety element to it. I understand. I, I can see that, that, that you can guard, you can screen, you can, you can, you know, mediate through a process of, of you know, safety, um, you know, without having to you know, physically go out and meet and date and make effort in a way. Yeah. But it must be so frustrating when you do want to connect physically and, and, and mentally to people, uh, take the next step offline. And that's the disappointment. So how did you qualify them? How did, not besides the picture, how did you feel? What was your criteria? Did you have one or were you just um, looking for... Yeah, of course. I mean, when I, when I look at certain things, being a teacher, I um, yeah. make sure that there's no spelling mistakes. That's, that's the first <laughs> thing that, that I check for, because if there is a spelling mistake, it's just a pet pet hate of mine. Um, yeah. So that's that will be a left spot. It does make me a little bit fussy, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, you chat, you sort of chat for us a little while, and um, you know what I find a lot of males do, and this is this is annoying yeah. for me. That you know, I'll ask them a question. You know, hey, what are you doing today? Oh, I've gone to work. Full stop. That's it. Um, what do you like doing? And then they'll answer your questions, but they won't ask for anything returned. So mm. if they don't engage in um, conversation. So boys, if you're out there and you're listening. Gotta ask a question back. Make sure that you're engaged and, and not just answering the question because it's a dead end. Yeah, for sure. That works any conversation. Absolutely. I mean, anyone doesn't, you know, transact a conversational, you know, response. Um, yeah, and not to mention the guys. If you're out there listening, don't worry, guys. If you're out there, you're in the book. Don't worry. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about, tell us about the guys. So you wrote, you went on a on a trip, and you wrote. Uh, you're telling all your friends about this story, and then you decided to write this book. Mm. But why? Why did you want to write it? Why did you want to? Ex- what were you? What was your real message in this experience? Besides the humour, which I must admit is and, and you know, <laughs> the elements of well, these days. It, it kind of it started just for myself. You know, my friends kept saying to me, "You should write a book." Every time I'd tell one of those crazy stories that seemed a little bit unreal. But um, then I was talking <laughs> to a friend of mine whose book that you've published and, and I was telling her about it and, and she said, well, she was going to let you know about it and, and it sort of took off from there, didn't it? Because you, you yeah. guys called me, I didn't call you, yeah. which no, surprises she did, she did me. Drop you in. Yeah, she did <laughs> drop you in. So you you um, you weren't thinking about publishing, it was just a writing, like a diary style writing, a journal Correct. of the events and experiences, but, but then you've sort of now stepped into publishing the book. What do you hope other readers out here in the world um, will take out of this book that you're going to share with them. Well, Besides I was thinking they probably dated half the guys as well. Oh, I know. I know. And <laughs> Could you imagine a little girls club getting together going, yeah, I went out with chapter three and I went with chapter five. 
It's actually happened because I was at her friend's place and there was another girl there who's on online dating as well. And I was talking about a guy that I went with and described his profile picture. And she just said to me, OMG, I went out with him six months ago. She said, it, we didn't, it just didn't click. And I went like, oh, wow. I had two dates with him, so neither did I. So it must be him. So you, wow, so you have second dates. So you think sometimes you want to try to make the effort to make it work or see things and think, oh, give them the benefit of the doubt. Was there a lot of that? Was there a lot of that need, like trying to, you know, because a lot of people are nervous on their first impression. Some people aren't good at dating, like job interviews. Mm-hmm. People get nervous and they don't be themselves or they be over overconfident and they make themselves look like, you know, a bit of an idiot. So what 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 did you find by thinking a second date, like or a third? Um, look, sometimes you think, I, I don't know what others are like, but I'm a bit of a slow burn, you know, if I yeah. think that we're getting along okay and there's potential, we'll give yeah. it, you know, take two <laughs> just in case, you know, there's something there. Like, well, most of the times there's not. <laughs> you know, you've got to give a person a chance. And, yeah, you know, yeah, and I agree. It's not, always, not always me rejecting. I've been rejected probably more times than, you know, I've done. So, yeah. but no, it just depends. People people want that. Oh, this is what I'm finding. This is what I was speaking of a friend of mine the other day. People want that high school spark. You know, when you see someone <laughs> and you fall in love, love at first. That doesn't happen when you're at our age. You've got to let it, you know. <laughs> build and progress and yeah that happens to me every morning (laughs) i think people just want instant gratification and i don't know i I can't explain it bradley i don't don't know (laughs) well well i think you've hit something on the head there if you say instant gratification and you're swiping left or swiping right i say that's pretty instant tickler across isn't it that's bizarre so what was hard to write about this book though because you had to delve into some personal things on yourself to reflect on those experiences and sort of understand them you had to write them what was what was difficult to write about these for this book um look honesty for me is i yeah. wanted to be as honest as i possibly could nothing's mm-hmm. really been sugar-coated the only thing is um i've tried to explain things from my point of view and you know i like to have a bit of a gag bit of a joke so i do add in that that humorous side in my writing um things haven't always gone well i've had really frightening experiences yes um, you know and and i've tried to make them as realistic as as they were at the time so yeah a bit of some yeah. of them have been funny some have been great i just uh, talking to a friend of mine who is one of my chapters who remained friends and I think he's already ordered the book online so <laughs> he's interested to see how he's been written up <laughs> oh dear what's his name quick we'll take his chapter out um so, no but um but that's that's really good that's good that uh, some of them you know have become friends you know um so what what um what was I guess for you not being a writer as such like this is you know this is a book you just sort of created based on experiences but what was in the process of writing was difficult did you have to develop a discipline did you have to understand the craft more um what did you find in the process of writing look i've always been i guess a closet writer i loved doing it when i was at school um and working in a school i've I've noticed a lot of the techniques that um the teacher's been teaching the children and i've actually gotten some advice and don't laugh at me from the grade six teacher so she's been giving me some advice on on um writing strategies so that's grade six writing (laughs) (laughs) well as you said some of these guys probably need that too so you know (laughs) so what um 
I was going to no. say the power of three and the, the you know, the onomatopoeia and the synonyms and, and all the metaphors and all that yeah. sort of stuff that, you know, I've included to make that light of my writing just a little bit more interesting. Fantastic. Well done. And did you develop any um, little writer's quirks, like anything interesting? Like, you know, did you find you were more comfortable, you know, writing, you know, sitting in a certain position or in a certain place or even going to a cafe or, you know, listening to certain music or, you know, what sort of things oh. did you find you sort of had to have happening around you? You know, a lot of my writing was done during lockdown, so yeah. I didn't have a great deal else to do. So I've got yeah. my, my laptop here and, and um, you know, I'll do a bit of writing and then I'll hop on the treadmill for 10 minutes and get my brain working again and then just hop back on again and, and maybe swipe a few more times, see if there's anyone else <laughs> out there. <laughs> so you still have optimism. You're still on the on the cycle of doing this of dating. You're still, you're still engaged in it. Oh, you know, you can't. Your life is what you make it. So, yeah. you know, if you're going to let everyone get you down, I know there's a few times when I've been chatting to, to males and, and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll go back the following day and they've deleted me. I mean, that's uh, a little bit uh, crushing to the ego. Yeah. You know, what have I done? What did I say? Is it, you know, yeah. is it me? Is it you? Have you met someone else? But it is what it is and, you know, yeah. just having a bit of fun. I've had so many dinners bought for me, which is big. <laughs> Hey, look at the positive. You got some meals out of it. That's probably good. Yeah. Do you have flowers, chocolates? Were any of them re- were any of them really romantic? Did they make an effort? Was, was there flowers or? Oh, there's been a couple that that have given little gifts, which may, makes me think that you know I've perhaps been their first or their second date because gifts yeah. can become expensive. <laughs> <laughs> God, can you imagine if I was giving gifts out every time I went every on? Broke. Yeah. Well, now, well, now you can give them a signed copy of the book. <laughs> on your next date, you could say, "Here, just take this away and read it, and you'll see no, no more about me." Um, so, so having said that, so finding um, that you are still continuing to to do the the dating scenario, mm-hmm. are you optimistic still? Are you com- are you hopeful, confident, or that you will find someone that it will have a marriage? Will this be the course for you, or do you think it'll just happen while you're walking through the supermarket and you drop the butter and some guy is <laughs> behind you? I mean, what? What do you hope happens in your, you know, in your life? You know, someone once said to me, and I think I've quoted this in the book, um, for every failed relationship that you have, you're one step closer to to the one. So that's that's my thinking. I'm, I'm that one step closer. I've got to go through, I've got to kiss all these frogs to get to my prince. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're, you're on a marathon. You're not on stepping, <laughs> you're not doing steps now. No, 50 dates and more. Oh my goodness. So, so with this in mind, what are your plans for the next um I don't know, writings or experiences? Are you hoping that you'll be able to tell a romantic um, closed love story where you find him and get married and have the courtships? And Well, well since, since this, um, you know, since I've finished this book, I've had several more dates that probably mm-hmm. could have made really interesting chapters. But I'm thinking every time that I, I tell people about my book, everybody's got a story to tell, Bradley. And, oh, you know, sure. yeah, I'll, I'll tell people and they'll, they'll be like, well, guess what's happened to me? So that's sort of... Um, well, wait till I tell you mine. Yes, that's yeah, right. exactly. So that's kind of a, a, an idea that's sort of bubbling in my head. Maybe that's the next step. Maybe, you know, not just my experiences, maybe somebody else's. And Absolutely. You could be the guru of, of uh, bad dating. Mm. <laughs> well, I've got to tell you about this last date that I went out with. Oh, please. I was going out with him about oh, maybe six weeks and mm. he invited me to his place. He lived quite far. 
so it would take me an hour to get there. It was a long time. And, and uh, he asked me over for dinner. So he rang me during the day and he said, oh, I'm on my way to Dan Murphy's. What are you drinking? And I said, oh, I'll have a bottle of Prosecco. That'll, that'll be great. And he said, oh, I don't know which one you like. How about you bring your own? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get to his house. Yeah, I'll get to his house probably around six o'clock. And he says to me, oh, I've just um, I've had a late lunch. I'm not hungry. We'll eat later. Yep, no problem. Seven o'clock comes around, eight, nine. I'm, by now, my stomach's doing the jig. I'm so hungry. <laughs> And I said to him, are, you, are we going to get, are we going to order something to eat? We're going to get some, what are we doing? And he said, oh, the fish and chip shop up the road that I was going to get dinner at's closed now. And I said, well, that's okay. Let's Uber eat something or, you know, menu log. And he said to me, oh, I don't have that stuff on my phone. He said, they steal all your information and all your bank details. He said to me, do you have it on your phone? I said, yeah, of course I do. He said, do you mind ordering the food? <laughs> so he's invited me to his house. I've bought my own drinks. Don't you I pay for it if you order it? Yeah, and his. <laughs> and his. And then he, he said, oh, I'll give you the money when, when it gets here. And, and uh, he never did. <laughs> he said, oh, I'll, I'll get dinner next time. But I never saw him again, so he owes me dinner. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Wow. I mean, that's day. that's very audacious, isn't it? I mean, I just, yeah. I just, I'm old school, you know. I'm, I'm a little more, you know, depending who you talk to, not Jody, but most times I'm fairly romantic. Um, you know, and I'm a bit more old school, you know, you lift the chair, you do the jacket, you open the doors, you, you know, walk holding hands and you talk and you listen, you know, so, but, oh, not wow, much I can't anymore. believe There is some, yeah. look, I'm not going to say there's not, but yeah, that's... Surely out of the averages, out of the odds, you must have had some good good, good eggs who maybe, you know, unfortunately due to some other things didn't work out as well. This is a fascinating book, by the way. If anyone listening to this, is, it's awesome. It's a, it's a very entertaining, very clever, very real, <laughs> authentic book. And as, um, yeah, Dee has expressed, she's kept it very um, real for that purpose, even the even the bad experiences. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that not everybody can empathise with those experiences, but I imagine some people will, most most people will. Um, do you find that there's a lot of people on this, a lot of people doing this, D? Do you find like this is a, a big thing now that is this swiping and then quick, oh. quick fixing and quick dating and quick hookuping and like is that a thing? Look, like, thousands. There are thousands wow. and thousands. At the moment, I'm on two different sites. Yeah. But um, you can just scroll through every day go through hundreds of them and you mm. it's never ending and don't forget that's sort of two two sites there's about 15 i, I believe wow um, tinder being the biggest one you know you yeah. got bumble and you got hinge and you got um elite singles and and oh there's just heaps rsvp there's so many mm. different ones i think i call my dating site last resort <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me so do you think this like when you talk about writing a book and, and allocating time to writing, I have to ask this question. Do you have to set time aside to this style of dating? Do you actually have to stop and, and think? Because you could get obsessed. You could just be sitting there for days just flicking the phone. Like, I mean, can you, you actually have to stop and think, I'm going to do this between six and seven at night or the half hour before I go to bed? Or do you have to set a time to actually focus on this dating option? Or do you find yourself getting distracted, getting engaged in it quickly and just not realising. Oh, look, you know, I can see how people do become obsessed by it. I remember reading this article once and, and there was a guy who um, swiped right on everyone and wanted to match with as many people as he could. Play the odds. You know, and because it does become a, an obsession. Whereas for me, you know, I might, I, I, 
I don't sit still for long. Yeah. So yeah. sitting down and writing for hours on end is not my style. I'll, um, you know, I might sit down for half an hour and, and get up and, and go on my treadmill or do an yeah. uh, exercise or... You'd have you to know, break from it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and absolutely. Yeah, maybe swipe half a dozen times and come back. <laughs> but see, that's the, that's the thing, like, like, like when I was dating, you know, the pub closed at one in the morning. So you knew you only had a four hour window of pickup time. You know, you had to get into the pub, you had to get a few drinks, you meet some girls, you chat, you, hook, you, know, you hook up, go home if you can. But you only had that window of time. You know, the rest of the week you go back to work and do all the things. It's Correct. amazing how accessible, how accessible everything is. Mm. And, um, how quick it can be, as you said. So I, I'm sorry, I'm fascinated by it. So this is why I enjoyed your book. I enjoyed like like the earnesty. And um, I actually, unfortunately, related to possibly some of the guys in the stories when I have had moments of dates where I've not enjoyed the, the processes as well. On one hand, on one perspective, but you did a marvellous job writing this book. Thank and, you so much. Everybody listening, um, get down to your local bookstores. You can buy the book anywhere the books are sold. We ask you to go to your local bookstores past the pandemic, hopefully all going well, uh, and purchase the book to support small business. Uh, buy it online. And, um, yeah, and, and thank you so much, Dee, for sharing and uh, talking with us about this wonderful book coming um, coming very soon, in a couple of weeks. And, uh, okay. Thanks for having me, Bradley. Appreciate it. It's been great fun. Congratulations and uh, yeah, good luck with the dating. I'm sure you're going to find someone. You plan, you've plan. you got the odds on your side, I'm sure. You'll be the first to know if Mr. Wright comes <laughs> along, believe me. That's right. Well done. Thank you and um, talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.